Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Carn, and Mike Steenstra. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another fantastic episode from Rooster and the Devil. I am I am the Devil, Jimmy Carn. I'm joined here by. Both cockerels, Bradley Tyndall and Michael Steenstra. Gentlemen, hello. What up, what up? Yo, yo. How's, how's it going, Jim? I'm doing well. Fantastic episode without me last week, boys. I appreciate it. Yes, I don't you even remember. Back. I was so tired. I could not believe how tired I was as a human <laughs> for that episode. Neck tattoos, bro. Neck tattoos. Neck tattoos. Shout Neck out tats. Art Voice. Shout out Who Art. apparently listens to the podcast. Consistently. We love Consistently. you, Art. Consistently, Yeah. Thanks, Art. You and you Man, and you, know you and Helder are carrying our uh, listenership. There it be. Prob- there it be. It's true, and uh, you you'll be happy to have Jimmy back on spewing Manchester United facts for you. So, in fact, checking the the roosters as well. Where do we want to start? Guys? I mean, I know exactly where I want to start. I, I just want to get into Lukaku a little bit. Looks wonderful away from Manchester United for Inter or for Belgium. Let's be specific. Feel? Because he's all, he's always looked good for Belgium. What do you think about his interplay? He looks good for Inter so far as well, too, from what I can tell peripherally. Of course, I don't watch Serie A, but I look at the stats, and he seems like he's scoring some goals. And I, I saw that he's the third highest player wage-wise in Serie A. Yeah. Can we go down a little Lukaku rabbit hole? Please. Okay. So uh, I've been reading about the racism directed towards him. The Italian league is renowned for their Monkey racism. Chance. Well, they okay. would say so they would say it's not racism, it. right? Thank you, Jim. Yes. So this article, granted, it's from what are they called, Jim? Not supers. Um, ultras. 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 Yep. Okay. So can you explain what ultras are before I kind of say what this ultra group said? I mean, they're like, uh, like they are, are they? like the Just super yeah, fans. Essentially, they're super fans, but like extremely committed, almost okay. militant. So like, uh, you'd, for Inter, yeah, you would think of for, for the Italian league in general. Yeah, I think. Gotcha. you, you okay. would think yeah. of kind of like, uh, um, I guess for neutral perspective, movie reference, um, Green Street Hooligans, right? Like they're just incredibly yeah. intense fans. Three, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so crazy fans, right? Supporters, Michael, and and so they put out this newsletter, right? One of these supporters clubs, uh, explaining the racism, essentially apologizing, uh, tr- getting saying to Lukaku, you just don't understand, and like defending the opposite team against Inter, who was racially abusing Lukaku, and saying. We do the same thing, actually, uh, Romelu. We actually will. D- We'll say racist things just to just to mess with the other players on the other team. I mean, like, I can tell you something. Growing up in New Jersey, Italian people are wild. They're wild people. Yeah. Well, so at any rate, I just was fascinated so by that's that. Culturally gym. acceptable well, yeah. for them. Apparently. Just just based on just based on the statement though, my my comment would be is that if they insist that it's not racist, right, then they're just being tone deaf because they're saying that the that monkey chants directed at a player of African descent is not racist if that was the case they would do monkey chants against everybody if they were trying to put you know if that if that was their goal was to throw players off their game they would do monkey chants against everybody but they only do it against african players of african descent so to to say that it's yeah, not they're racist admitting that they're doing it too right yeah they're so saying to, like we do this they're to saying, the other teams yeah they're saying that we're not doing it because we're racist we you know we're trying to get in their heads we're trying to help our team out and if that's the case they're not they're not racist they're just ignorant like flat flat out that's just Ignorance that to think that 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 somehow that's not racist, um, yeah, that was uh, I, I couldn't I I didn't know what to say when I read the article. Um, uh, yeah, so same here. It's wild. I do anyway. wonder how widespread it is and how much of that we had filtered through through national media, like how how many fans were back in that letter. You know what I'm saying? And we hear it from like the rage perspective. Of it, it was a small section, no doubt. Yeah, I Inter mean, got yeah. Uh, got two games last year where they couldn't have any fans at the game because of 
because of stuff deemed that that way. Um, this was sure. at, this was so at Cagliari. Um, you know, it's uh, it was something that I thought about. Like when in, when you know, when I love I, I still I still have a place in my heart for Lukaku. I'm glad that he got his way. But uh, you know, to when he was saying like I love Syria, I want to go there. Like that was the first thing I thought of. Is like you know, just the the rampant racism that. That occurs at, at soccer about games. Balotelli, right, Jim? Yeah, Balotelli faced it. Um, even Balotelli, uh, Moise Keane. And he's from, uh, he grew up in Italy, didn't he? He's, Ita- he yeah, he's Italian. In Italy. Yeah, he's oh. Italian. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's, it's a good point. Um, I, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I think that his style of play is, Michael's right. Yeah, I think he looks good. I think, you know, he's, he's scored some goals already. I think he'll be great for he's Inter. Gonna, and hopefully, you know, you know, he's, he's, he's a smart young man i think that he'll rise above it and succeed in the face of it so it just sucks that that still exists in that way and it doesn't happen just in italy but it happens to seem you know more vocally in italy than a lot of other places i'm pumped because that's my Serie A team obviously um and we'll talk maybe we'll talk about samuel Eto later but i love inter so i hope he does great for them and i've always liked lukaku jim you know absolutely this. and lukaku apparently i heard on the the broadcast i was watching belgium play I don't even Scotland. remember someone shitty. Scotland. Scotland yeah, yeah, McTominay. McTominay was out there. That's right. McTominay. <laughs> yeah, they have, but, uh, they have a couple Lukaku good players. Is the, Scotland does. They were saying on the... Yeah. I was figuring they did. I didn't recognize that many names when I was watching, but I was figuring Scotland must have some... Recognize a couple players. on Belgium, though. That's yes. For sure. yeah. And stacked, Lukaku yeah. is the... Uh, the leading scorer for the last three years in international play. And as I was realizing that, I realized exactly why Sergio Aguero is so good at putting the ball in the net. Because Kevin De Bruyne makes perfect passes and never makes a poor decision in, in front of the goal. It's, that's why Lukaku has so many goals, is what I'm saying. He's a great finisher, don't get me wrong. But it's also why Sergio Aguero is the great scorer he is, because Kevin De Bruyne is so fucking good. Do you ever think, uh, you know, revisionist history-wise, that Chelsea could have Kevin De Bruyne and Mo Salah starting on the same team right now? Tell me, I don't know this. Yeah, the De Bruyne actually. No, 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 no. De Bruyne and Salah both were Chelsea players at one point. Um, uh, I think it was Mourinho that sold off. I think both of them. I, I can't remember for sure. Um, but De Bruyne got sold off to Wolfsburg, oh, no. and then he had a great year at Wolfsburg and came back with Man City, and Salah got sold off to Roma and got bought back by Liverpool. So, like, both those players at one point were on Chelsea's books, and now Chelsea's getting tormented by both of them. So, um, shout out. Fuck you, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But De Bruyne, Lukaku, and then, of course, Toby and Jan playing in the back. Then they also have Don Decker from the Wolves, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. If you're picking up international soccer, especially I know European qualifying is going on right now. Don't know exactly how that works, but it is going on in the international breaks. And I was looking. There's one next month already again. So, I don't know. It's just something to pay attention to while soccer is dead. And ESPN Plus does carry the game. So. Oh, ESPN Plus. I like ESPN Plus lately. I, I like you know what I do like is that on cable is that they carry <laughs> yeah they do carry the championship games which you know I um I do enjoy you know I'd love to see some more of those um, all of them yeah pretty much so those oh, that is good you're right I take it back I like it for that sense but and I was just watching a uh, thirty for thirty on Bobby Knight with the wifey and very well done <laughs> streaming. <laughs> Uh, of course, screaming. thirty for thirties are fun. Other than the um, uh, the Liverpool one, um, why can't I remember the name of it? To where everyone behind the cop uh, sucking the dick of the cop. No, 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 no. This was this was <laughs> rubbing the, your nuts the, the on the, Hills, the cop. The Hillsborough tra- tragedy. The, the Hillsborough tragedy. Oh. Um, that Clapping was balls. That was like extremely painful to watch. As an American, I didn't understand what that was until I watched that documentary, and that was just horrific. You know. It. It changed. It changed the way stadiums were set up in in England for you know to the way it is now. Um, that hmm. that thirty for thirty like shook me. Like that was that was hard to watch. What uh, what do you have to do to get thirty for thirty? Real quick. It's just ESPN on the ESPN Plus, Plus app. Yeah, you, yeah, just oh, go I'm gonna to check it. Originals. I'm gonna check it. Yep. All right. Yeah, Enough promoting all. ESPN 
Yeah, wow, we just got on our ESPN. Golly. Uh, yeah. The, I'm going to watch it, though, Jim. The shaft Sounds cool. was not left untouched. We'll just say that. <laughs> At any rate. <gasps> USMNT. Doesn't Taylor Tolman yeah. work for ESPN? <laughs> I think he do. <laughs> Shout out Taylor Twelman. You dick. Shout out Taylor I'm, Twelman. I'm glad you blocked us. I, you know, I it's was, funny. We had the worst part was is like the original tweet. I wasn't like, I was only kind of trying to insult him. I was saying he was better. Than, vicious, I was Jim. saying that he was better than Alexi Lawless. I mean, that's that's something, right? Like, I know Alexi Lawless isn't fucking shit to listen to, but it, then he said, "What hurts?" Still weren't blocked at that point, and then I just waited like two days and unleashed. <laughs> a, a middle finger, a very antagonistic middle finger. <laughs> Which oh, I don't know. I, that's that's that what, that should be our spirit. You guys, test. guys, yeah. do you think that we take out a little bit of our anger about the USM and T on on those guys? Because let's talk about them. How do they do against listen, Mexico? How they listen. do? Did you watch the game? Alexi Lalas, I love shitting on him, but he says stuff sometimes where I come across. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes. Hell of a lot of sense sometimes. But he says he says he says uh, a million things, Michael, and that's my problem. Is like he's a hot take troll. Yeah, like yeah, he's just yeah, hot, he take, a hot, hot take, take, hot take, hot take. Stephen A. Smith. Oh my he's gosh. Yeah, but like way more annoying. Yeah. And the fact that he thinks that like he thinks that he was oh, good. Impossible. Just drives me nuts. What don't you like about Taylor Twelman? Uh, Do you like Taylor Twelman? I don't. I mean, I, I don't have anything super against him. I just I hate his. I hate listening to him as a commentator, as an analyst. Right, so like, oh, so like, like you know, in in, Amer- in, yeah, <laughs> in America we would call him a, a um, you know, the color guy, right? Like so, color, color commentary. Yeah, and I hate listening to him. Like, it he doesn't paint a good picture of the game, and it's always, it's always personal opinion versus, um, you know, adding something to the game. Like, I don't need to hear that. It would be fun to collect a highlight reel of dumb things he says and put them all together. As a way to fight back no, against the man. I just, I, I, I just don't care. Of like, of all the people that we we're gonna get blocked right. from, we're not, we're not losing any, we're not losing any good commentary. I don't think oh. we were following him, were we? I don't know, but we gained some followers from the uh, antagonistic event, which is interesting. I, I know there's some people that <laughs> listen to, or may not be listen to us, but follow us that are MLS fans, and I need them to know yeah. that like we're trying, and in the meantime, we're having a hard time. Um, just because so the, the way it is, but yeah. So this is uh, so tangentially related to USMNT, all that crap. But I just saw a pop up in the background here. Seventy sixth minute, we're losing one zero to Ur- uh, Uruguay. We Giassi Zardes replaces Joshua Sargent. He's still trotting Zardes out there. Yeah, Berhalter is a fool. He's a I, he's a fool. It's a it's a friendly, so it doesn't bother me as much as it would if it was competitive. Honestly, like the the, the so, um, who'd you shout out? Uh, Andrew Andrew Weeb Andrew Wybe. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, who was oh, yeah, who was yeah. trying to justify like why we should start that and and you know for his for last you know, for everything that he said. Like my problem is is that this is like so we we hit rock bottom by not qualifying right. Like that was. A low moment in a long period of of low moments, you know. Recently, I mean, I think that you know we had a couple of good World Cups, um, and that generation kind of faded off. And the problem to me was, is that once we hit rock bottom, is that we're still trotting out some of the same guys that we hit rock bottom with. And when we have four years and a good like collection of young talent, just blood them, just throw them to the wolves and let them yep, form the cohesiveness them. now while they have the opportunity to form it now. Yeah, and you don't like there's so much pressure to win in the meantime and I'm saying like I don't care if you don't win right now if you're building towards a collective future and that's my biggest complaint like that was the that's the stuff that drives me the most, most nuts I don't care if we win I don't care if we win the gold cup I want to be prepared when it comes time for qualifying and I want it to be on the backs of all those quality young players that we have an opportunity to do and get them get them into international play get them playing together and and they haven't and that that sucks that sucks a lot yeah you know, Chris Wondolowski has more goals than Giassi's artist in MLS this year, so that's all you got to know. Um, although I like Sad. Wando. Wando, do you, oh, that's such a bad memory. We could have tied Belgium, ties it back to earlier in the podcast. Wando from five feet away to get to the final eight 
the World Cup skied it. The more I watch the game of soccer, the more I realize that the U.S. men's national team stinks. When I was a fan before Premier League, I didn't realize the U.S. was no good, you know? But now that I'm aware of like the good teams and the rosters, I look at our roster and I'm like, oh, there's a good reason why we stink. We're playing a lot of MLS guys, Liga MX. We're playing Tim Ream. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, we're not we're not gonna be competing with the big boys of the world with that. It's true. It's true. It's frustrating, but I mean he. <laughs> Have you seen him deviate at all from the MLS approach? A little bit? Well, the thing is, he's trying to play it out of the back. And even in, in moments of intense pressure, since it's a friendly, they're still trying to play it out of the back all the time. So, with MLS players? Yes, and they shouldn't be doing that. Especially with the height and the physicality of the team compared to the Mexican roster. Like Those are smaller dudes in general. And to not be playing, you know, those Urente balls. I, I mean, I think that's the only way to get good opportunities, you know, and especially with midfielders as fast as bomb the ones deep. that we have. You're right. Yeah. You bomb it deep. Even Giassi Zardes can put his uh, stupid yellow head onto a header to knock it down for the people that can actually control the ball. It's fair. Which, fair you point. know, our high-pressing midfielders are fast, young talents. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. They're still trying to work in the system. I mean, that's what it is. But I don't know. At some point, you got to tailor it to the personnel, and we haven't seen that quite yet. How early are we in the cycle, I don't think he's going to tailor to the personnel, though. I think he's just going to continue to force his system down their throats until they get it. And that's what a lot of coaches do, even in Premier League. How long do we have to the World Cup? Do we have to get good? A while. I think qualifying starts... Yeah, it's some lower-level qualifying right now, even. Well, they changed it, too, right? So, like, we just get a bypass on the initial qualifying, yeah. though. CONCACAF <laughs> changed it to a weird way, where it's, like, the top five countries ranked in the world get automatically into the final six. Into the hex, And yeah. then the last, like, so many of these little island nations, Trinidad and Tobago included, are qualified. It's, like, I don't know. 60 teams? It's crazy. It's a lot of a lot of teams qualifying for the final spot in the hex. Hmm. It's good for the U.S. I mean... Thank God. Although we would, we would roll through that qualifying, too. They're playing, you know, <laughs> Nassau, Bahamas, which maybe is not be in good, good though. shape. Like, I mean, let, like, maybe it's good to get them out of their element and play together in bad, you know, on a gross field in some weird islands in the, on a Wednesday night, like... Yeah. I, they, they need that. That, yeah, was, they that was the game that we didn't qualify they for. Get True. Just like how they were raised, too. Little middle-class, upper-middle-class kids. They're used to the treatment. But, yeah, but then you, know you look fun? at other countries who, I mean, you think the German team, you know, kid, those kids growing up being in the youth systems... You look at the English team and how, I mean, I would think they'd have some privilege being in the English, you know, lower leagues and yeah. developing Academy the clubs. Systems. They've been pandered to as well, and yet there's something different about the preparation or the style or whatever it is that allows them to be successful. But I, it's a fair point. I'm well, not saying it's, I'm not saying it's a good. It's not a good point. It's honestly, a good point. I think a yeah, there is a lot of talent to be. Um, developed Mind. in the United States and now yeah mining exactly and Premier League teams and Bundesliga teams obviously are hyper aware of of young US talent now and I've seen a couple of names I know the US soccer blog guys are always pointing out youngsters getting new contracts in Bundesliga but there's a lot rolling through there I mean Dutch League yeah Dutch League of course so it's awesome and even Premier League now I think I think the games in Oh, the game's in great shape in America, actually. In general, yeah. we're in a good spot. It's like right before the Industrial Revolution. I really believe that. I think football players are going to have their kids play soccer, realizing CTE is crazy. Like, soccer's, it's going to do well here in the U.S. I'd love to be involved in the development of a new club, you know? 
Like Dude, I almost squad. I almost bought in like it was two hundred fifty bucks to be a founding member of GRFC, and they're small, right? They're small. I would no, I was I. Yeah, I mulled over it for like a month, and I was like, I, I don't know if I can justify it. I don't know if I can justify two hundred fifty bucks. I, I should have done it. Just folded. NASL. Yeah, I follow them on Twitter. I haven't seen anything lately. No, that could be. Just an insane claim. The thing about those young teams, though, or those smaller teams, is they're always looking for different leagues to join too. Like they, they, they had are. talked about exploring. There's, I forget what it is. Yeah, they're they're NPSL NISA. right now. There's one called NISA that's very interesting. That seems like one of the better uh, tier three leagues. USL is doing so many things right that it's hard to describe how well run of an organization that is. It's it's fun to watch. Actually. Hopefully, it keeps rolling, man. Oh, I I don't see any signs of it stopping. But stop yeah, it. who was it? We talked to our Southampton friend, and he was explaining his internship. Yes, yeah, with uh, USL. Down in Orlando. Yeah, shout out. Uh, help me with his name, Michael, if you can remember. Matt. Matt, thank you. And shout um, out Matt, and shout out Southampton. Yeah, we had that. That was more. We talked about that more in the Lost episode because you remember we recorded. Yeah, that's twice. right. So we didn't get as into the internship the second time because he was telling us awesome stories about oh, being so cool. at the Tampa Bay office. We um, need to get him back on um, yeah, to, to, talk talk, to talk about that. So and I caught I caught a USL game on ESPN Plus. Nice. Uh, New Mexico versus Oklahoma City, which those are the two type of size cities that I love to watch, like soccer in. I, I don't know. It's. There's something about USL that I think there's fire in it. I like it. I'm gonna start watching because I have ESPN Plus now. That's Damn the thing. It. I don't. I couldn't even stop get football. Talking about it. I couldn't get, even get football because I'm a cord cutter now. And it's good for you, man. It's good for you. I didn't watch any football for the first time in. As I've told you, though, you need to just buy the $25 antenna. You can get Tommy, the local games. Tommy's got one. It's Tommy's good. Got one. Yeah, it just plug it Did in. You it's watch so lines? easy. Um, I didn't watch, uh, I watched the third quarter of the Lions game and they were up and I said, they never win in the desert. And I said, I think there's a chance they blow this game, but they are up 18 or whatever it was. And like, I'm going to take the dog for a walk. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, and it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's hilarious. That's all I can say about that. It's, I just, am, I think it's so funny. They deserve it. Apologize, Piece of shit. Apologize my absence. How did we get on to... I don't know. Team. We'll have to listen back. We somehow meandered yeah, we got, over there. We've been meandering all over. The, we talked about USL. <laughs> it got weird. It's tough to track, weird. Jim. It's tough to track. Yeah. But congrats to your cards. That's a I, nice I tie. I wanted to give you a little update on a Jordan Morris goal <laughs> here in the 79th minute to tie against Uruguay. Maybe we should come on live broadcast come on. the rest. Do you want to watch it and live broadcast the rest of the game? Oh, dude, we could. <laughs> What's it on? Fox? Yeah, it's a whole thing. Is I want to talk about. Let's talk about next fixtures. Yeah, and if we want to get weird, we can get weird. But yeah, let's. Yeah, do we want to shift to the Premier League, or do we want to talk about Eto? Or we want to talk about what are we feeling? I can let's, do a rant. Let's take a little time to talk about Eto before we get into the Premier League. Yes. Okay. Good, good call. Yeah. So Samuel Eto, uh, Cameroon international, um, had had a pretty good career. I was actually found it interesting. I went on a tangent. Jimmy sent out the fact that Ronaldo is up there and pushing number one international footballers' goals all the time. So I was like, wait, well, where's Eto at? Where, where's Messi at? Um, Messi's on 18th overall. He's got 68 international goals. Just as a comparison, um, Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo has 93, and he's only uh, a little bit mm-hmm. off the lead there. So give him his credit. Um you got Luis Suarez up there. You got Neymar, surprisingly, already at 26. Laton is 23. Some interesting names. So Samuel Eto'o at 37, 56 international goals. Um, he was my favorite FIFA player ever. I would uh, I would try and score on Jim using him. I'd just hit chip balls over with Wesley Schneider on uh, Inter, who is basically, Michael, you would have loved Wesley Schneider. He played for the Netherlands, and he was an Ericsson-type player right in the middle um, orchestrating everything and a spectacular free kick artist as well. But anyway, I'm sure Eto, I would love him. I love attacking yeah. midfielders. They're always you love the creativity, yeah. Yeah, that's because that I feel like if you you know that's a good role that you would play as you play point guard in basketball. But at any rate, love that toe. He played for Inter for a while. He started at 
Um, Real Madrid actually in their academy, I think, and then Barcelona for a while, and he was outstanding. Inter, um, and ended up at Chelsea and Everton actually towards the end of his career. But Jimmy knows more of a background and maybe Jimmy's reflection on what he saw because Jimmy was watching soccer at the time versus playing FIFA. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, that Barcelona years, um, uh, the first year um, that uh, Pep coached Barcelona, he wanted to get rid of him. He actually announced, you know, kind of uh, Zidane-esque, you know, with Bale, like, it's better if he leaves type thing. Um, Just another reason for me Eto'o. to hate Pep. <laughs> said that about Eto'o when he came in. Um, but uh, the 2009 um Right before uh, 2009 season, when Barcelona beat Man United in the Champions League final, Eto scored nine minutes into the game um, and just took the wind out of our sails. You know, Barcelona went on to win that game. Um, he won the treble that season with Barcelona, moved on from Barcelona to Inter, and then proceeded to win the treble again, yep. including the Champions League yep. with with Inter. Oh, that's so, so back cool. to back. Yeah, he's. Uh, um, I think you know. For the he longest won Champions time, League two talk- years in a row, two different teams. Yeah, he's a boss. Oh. Yeah, oh, with Pep. Yeah, he wanted. That's crazy. He wanted. He won a treble back to back. He won a treble with Barcelona, and then he won a treble with Inter the following year with uh, Mourinho. Um, just a just a fantastic striker. Um, you could do everything. You could score from every angle. Um, I think that, you know, we talked about Zidane a couple. I'm sorry, not Zidane. Um, was lost on a couple weeks ago. You know, just being like you know an all-world out-and-out striker. I think Eto was right there with him for a long period of time, twenty-two years um, as a professional. What um, was his? I believe, I believe he played in four World Cups. Um, someone should fact-check me, but it was a it was a crazy amount. Just because he started like so early, yeah. he was like yeah. seven, seventeen. The first World Cup Damn. he played for Cameroon. Um, Probably, arguably, one of the, the the greatest African footballer of all time. He's got to be up there. Um, yeah, he was he was incredible what to was watch. Uh, devastating to play against in FIFA. Yes. <laughs> Scored thirty goals in La Liga for Barcelona uh, in 08-09. That was his high watermark. Yeah, pretty that, impressive. That was that was that was the same year that, that was, like the beginning before that year. Pep said I Eto should move on, and Eto said. Mm, I'll score 30 goals for you. Like, that's just how quality he was. Huh. And it looks like you spent time at Chelsea and Everton. He did. He did. Short, short he did. time. Not many games. Not many appearances in either place. Is that injuries? A, a bit of a mercenary. Yeah, and he, got, he started to get old, too. That was you know, after like, going age. to Russia, too. Oh, yeah. He went to Russia. I think he finished yeah. in Turkey, if I'm not mistaken. He was, he was done, Maybe, you know, somewhere. last year oh, at Inter. He, I think he, I feel like he had an injury. And then, yeah, Russia, then Premier League, try and revive it a little bit. Super League. I mean, it looked like he played pretty well in Premier League. 21 appearances at Chelsea, nine goals. It's pretty solid. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Um, I did read in in the article I sent you guys that, you know, way back in the day, um, they were playing in Italy. I can't remember if it was when he was playing for Inter or not, but essentially during the game he was receiving – those same monkey chants that Lukaku is facing now, and he basically said like, "Nope, I'm done," and tried to walk off the field. Yeah. Um, oh no, he was, I'm sorry, he was when he was playing with Barcelona in Italy. Um, I can't remember who they were playing against. Um, I have it pulled up and, on his wiki and, if you want me to read it. <laughs> and yeah, Ronaldinho. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, in February 2005, during an away match with Real Zaragoza, Eteo. I don't know how to say his name, sorry. It was a subject of racist Just taunts by Zaragoza. Eto. By Zaragoza supporters who began making monkey-like chants under the pitch whenever he had possession of the ball. I drove through Zaragoza on the way from Barcelona to St. Sebastian. Fun fact of the day. Hmm. Sorry, man, I derailed it. No, it was good. No, 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 no. It was, it was essentially like uh, he you know, he received that. He's like, I'm done. I tried to walk off. Uh um, Ronaldinho, um, who was you know on Barcelona at the time, Barcelona was so stacked. Um, yeah, unbelievable. Ronaldinho and Carlos Puyol, like they they all talked him into coming back and, and finishing the game, and they might have been misguided at the time, but like you know even way back in two thousand five for him to you know be outspoken about some of that stuff. Yeah, two thousand five, that was a long time. You know, ago. shows shows how little progress that they've made with some of some of that stuff. I think there's you know obviously problems everywhere, but. 
Um, I mean, yeah. I think in our day and age, it sounds like something that'll get stamped out a little quicker, you'd think. Well, well, could you, well, I mean, I think, and it's not, not to say that racism doesn't exist now, but could you imagine at least straight up monkey, could you imagine straight up monkey chance? Can you imagine monkey chance at like an NBA game? It's you know, like that happening here. Oh, it's, no, it's crazy. Like, there's racist crazy. stuff that happens, but not like straight up monkey chance. Yeah, it's so racist. Like, it's so, it's like stupid racism, though. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah, at any rate, a great race. player and fun to watch. And uh, he will be yeah, missed. Twenty two years. Tip a tip of the Shout cap out to Samuel. To Samuel. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We keep uh, weaving. Yeah. Racism conversations yeah, into geez. this podcast, which isn't the intent let's, usually. Let's but. get into um, the upcoming Premier League schedule and see see what we like. Because I mean, there's a there's a match or two. I've kind of been scoping it, but uh, first match. I'll take I'll yeah. take I'll take any of it. I can't tell you how sad it was when I woke up on Saturday in Florida. I was like, I got time. I'm gonna turn on the game, and I was like, Oh fuck, that's right. It's, yeah. Stupid international break. It came so quickly. It was just like, oh, what? We oh, just did this. We just did out this. till October. Oh, oh fuck no. me. Fuck me. Groin. Yeah. See you Whatever. Yeah, it's he fine. won't be playing until play the festive fixtures. We've got Ericsson in the meantime. He can watch, learn. Ericsson, son, son. He's a number 23. It's exciting that there's so much Premier League left, and it gave me time to reflect and breathe during the international break where I was like, listen, everything's fine. Which it is, is fine. <laughs> it is fine. Except so, for you, Jim. I think that Ali is no good, and he's going to get sacked this year. It could be. I'm sure that, you know, if we're sitting here at Christmas time and we're still sitting, you know, down between like seven and ten, somewhere in that range. He gone. There's, I don't, there's I don't, definitely I a possibility. Don't, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. And you don't think and, so. You know, Tot- no. and, you know, for whatever Soccer's reason, ruthless, the, the media, will, the media mm-hmm. will chase Pochettino out. No. And, Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And dig then it in, Man United will hire Pochettino. <laughs> He's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> Honestly, I think uh, it would be a good move for both right now. <laughs> you all Listen, smoke I, I think. I think no, I think, so I think that, you know, I love this is let such me, a hot. This is such a let me so reactive. It's the let me spite. Let, let me let me Spider Man. You guys are now you know with with great power comes a great responsibility. You know there, when there's when there are when there are expectations like this is the shit you face. Um, and I I tried to say it before the season, and I wasn't trying to be like you know derogatory or mean. Listen, it's just that you know I've got a, with, I've got a with question this, for with Brad. the success. No, let Jim with finish. the success that you guys have had, with the success that you guys have had, with the the summer that you guys had, it's fair, it's fair to place a level of expectation, and what is that maybe level? not after maybe not after three games, not after three games, but like an expectation that you Four, yeah. reproduce produce some sort of uh, quantifiable success, is, not qualifiable, quantifiable. This leads into the question I would like to ask Brad: Would you be happy with Carabao or FA Cup? This year, where do we finish? As a, as a, as a I'm saying Champions yeah, League, right, the top four plus okay. FA Cup, Carabao. They do they make it through the uh, through the group to the knockout rounds to the knockout rounds. They make it to the round of sixteen, and they finish top four, and we win a trophy. Fuck yeah, man! Are you <laughs> smoking weed? What yeah, are you I, doing? I, what are yeah, you talking absolutely. about? That's that valuable? Yeah. I don't know. I'm a new fan. That sounds wonderful. Fan. That way everyone can shut the fuck up about but winning a trophy. But do they shut up if you win an FA Cup trophy? Yeah, you can't argue it anymore because that's the whole – you can't go back the other way. It's it's right. top top four is not that cool, man. It's not that cool. You haven't won silverware in your trophy cabinet, bro. You got to win silverware. I love Champions League. And then you can, they can shut up and we can keep building the project. Um, absolutely, that would be great. You know what? And – I, I know you're right, Jim. Yeah, you have to build. You know, you have to continue to succeed. But I, it's match day four. It's match day four that we just finished. Okay, heading into match day five. Let's. I we just and, need to relax and, a little bit, guys. And so, okay. my comment was slipping away though. I'm not expecting my to comment, win the title. No, 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 ever. My comment. My comment wasn't about match day four. Like I, as as a United fan, I'm. I'm 
uh, acutely aware of like the the craziness around. Like it's been three games. Uh, my, my comment was harking back to before the season started. You know, I, I think that you know you guys are very much entrenched in the top six. It's we have no an longer, easier schedule. It, it, can't, it, can't, it can't be just all shucks. Like you're right. If you guys won the Carabao Cup. Fuck yeah, celebrate that. Man City, like, for all of the success that they've had lately, they celebrated, like crazy. They celebrated, the, they celebrated the Carabao Cup like it, like, like it was, you know, crazy. What's so cooler, I think they, in your you know, opinion, between the two lesser tournaments? FA, easily. Well, FA, FA Cup means more. Yeah, absolutely. FA Cup is There's cool. nothing wrong with the Carabao Cup. I love the little stadiums and stuff, but is it more prestigious to win FA Cup, you think? Yes. It is. Than the Carabao, yeah, absolutely. For sure. When did Carabao come around, do you remember? I don't know. It used to be called something else. Yeah. It, was, it used to just be like, uh, essentially it's, um, you know, Carabao about the naming rights to it. It's just the League Cup. So, um, How does it work? But, sorry, sorry, I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> and too, it, much, it, too much pen. At any rate, at any rate, I don't think Ole is gone if they're top, in the top six. I'll say that. If they're in the top six, I if they're sixth, Around Christmas, there's no way they get rid of him. Jimmy, think about how much hate was being spewed and, and drama about Jose, and you you called it. You were like, he's gone by he's gone by Christmas, and he was. But they were like fifth or sixth, not doing well. But I'm saying, if, if you take like positions with Ole, I think they hang on to him regardless for the end of the year. Pochettino, I could totally see some weird shit happening. Like, who knows? Maybe he's gone off the rails. I I, I don't know. But Ole, I think he's got to keep him for the year. This is his first full year. I think it, it, right? it depends. It depends on how it depends on Spurs how crazy can't. it is, right? So think about like teams. Teams do crazy shit all the time, and it's not directly the same because Ole, you're right, is a is a club legend yes, in his, exactly. as a player. But like uh, think about like uh, was it 2012? Chelsea won the Champions League against Bayern Munich in the final uh, with Robert Di Matteo <sighs> as the interim manager. Got the full time job and he was fired before Jimmy, Christmas. It's Chelsea, the year. though. So, like, it's Chelsea. I, I'm just saying, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, there's a crazy amount of pressure. Right. I don't think that Ali's on that, on that, on that path. I'm not saying that by any means. I, uh, I still don't hate what he's doing. I like, I like the setup. I like the young players playing. Exactly. I'm in it for the long haul. I, I hope, yeah. I hope that, I hope that he's in for the long haul and I don't expect a lot this season. I, and it doesn't yeah, mean like, like said, doesn't mean I have like certain doesn't mean I have like crazy expectations. Like I still want to finish. Like I would love to finish top four. Yeah, Champions um, League football. That would be a goal. Isn't so but nice. but I is. think that you know I think that it's a project, and I like the direction the project's heading, and I want him to have the opportunity to see it out. Fair enough. So that's that'd be my comment. That's fair. Yep. So the best fixture that I'm looking at for match day five is Wolves Chelsea at Wolves. I like that. I'm excited. Even though Wolves haven't been Keep as going. exciting, that's a good game. What time is that one be exciting. At? That's a 10 a.m. on Saturday. Real prime what, time. What's baby. the 7:30 game? Liverpool Newcastle. Oh, that's that's going to be a blowout. Yeah, it will be. Maybe not. United Leicester 10 a.m. as well. Jim thoughts. That's going to be that's going to be a good one. Battle Trafford. Leicester oh, Leicester United looks. Leicester? Yeah, oh, Leicester could insane. be uh, Leicester could be really good this season. I I, I love Yuri Tillemans. Um, speaking of Belgium, um, started for Belgium against uh, Scotland. I saw. Yeah. Um, didn't watch the game. I saw the the lineups. Um, I like um, I like lots of Leicester players. You know, and I think that it would it would just be such a you know um, splinter underneath my fingernail if Leicester beat us after we paid them eighty oh, million for Harry Maguire. But uh, you know, I think Shaw Shaw's injured. It sounded like Juan Basaka picked up a knock. He left cool. the England camp, so we'll see if he plays. Although he might have just left um, the England camp because he's like, I'm a little hurt. I'm gonna go back to my club early. Ho- I'm still hopefully, gonna play. I, I I would I would love that because he's been fantastic. Oh, he's been he is probably our best defender. I love him, um, by the way. I, that guy I watched. I gotta oh, start paying attention. He is amazing. I watched him against. Uh, you guys played Southampton last week. You, you drew, yeah, but I love him. I love him. I love him. He's my think, favorite. He's, he's my favorite really wing back us. in the league. Over over Danny Rose. Even though I love Danny Rose, he's amazing. I think he'll be very good for us. He's he's way better defensively Danny. than he's offensively, Danny. and that's that's good. That's fine for now, especially with Luke Shaw on the other side. Normally, um, I got a very important question to ask you guys. Yes. Hang on, though. Jimmy's got to finish Man United Leicester. We got to talk about. Let's finish what we think. Jim, 
Jim. Sorry, Michael. It's okay. I, uh, you know, I think that um, I'd like to see. I'd like to see more consistency in the attack. I think I feel like we work hot and cold. I feel like sometimes we start out hot, and if we don't score right away, then we let lesser teams take it to us. Um, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping he doesn't have to like you know rework the entire roster, but I'm hoping to see some tweaks in the way has stuff set up because I like the idea of the counterattacking setup. Um, and I like the players that we have there. Just maybe shuffle a little bit just to get people going. Daniel James has looked. Um, you know, more so than I could have ever expected. He scored four goals all last year in the championship, and, um, you know, he's been on fire. Um, that goal he scored against Southampton was... Unbelievably solid. There's a missile. Yeah, it, was, it was sexy. Yep. Um, that was floating on the I, interwebs. I don't, I don't need them to come out and, and blow them away, but, you like, a tie isn't acceptable at home, and I know it's Leicester and they're a good team, but if you have serious intentions about pushing for at least a top-four spot we got to get a win this week, and it's not like make or break for the season. It's just important for momentum going forward, and that would be my take on it. Fair enough. Maiko, what was it? Will Timu Puki score against Pookie. Man City at uh, 1230? Yeah. They're at home. La- Laporte out for the season? Yeah. So They have depth, though. They always do. What do we got Sunday? Yeah, but like Sorry. nobody, nobody like Laporte. Like that's been their struggle as center back. You know, John Stones is is decent as an attacking center back. I mean, for whatever that, that means, um, <laughs> defensively he's kind of a liability. And then Otamendi is just a, a fucking banger in there. So I don't like you know, company. and company's gone. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it, it 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 is it is something to keep an eye on, right? Like you know, they lost Sane for the year and they lost. Laporte for the year, like they do have depth, but those guys are really good. At some point, that like it gets you a little bit, especially when they compete on as many fronts as Man City does. Like it's going to catch up with them at some point. So I, that's that's not interesting for me, looking forward, so to speak. Fair enough. And then Spurs Saturday, uh, Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. It's a good matchup. Palace in fourth place. Palace in fourth nice. place, baby. That sounds fun. I'm 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 always up for a Crystal Palace game. Wilfred Zaha, Andros Townsend. I'm just looking up people that scored goals. It's Jordan Ayu. Ayu, yeah. Jordan Ayu, yeah. Yep, they uh, signed him this year. He's Swansea yeah. before, a while ago. Van Anholt. Van Anholt is a is yeah. a outside uh, back huh. for them. I like him. I watched a Palace match. Um, who did they play last week? Because I I watched a lot of their match. I don't know why that is, but yeah, they're an ex- they, Villa. Yeah, they're an exciting squad. Yeah. Um, Spurs should win at home. Pochettino's gone. If they don't win at home, Pochettino's gone. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Betsmaker said it's going to happen. I saw that, yeah. Pochettino. Is he wrapping up? What's up? What's up with Jim? What's People your prediction on what Jim has to do with crying, baby? Probably. So we've got City... Norwich, which I think will, could be a lot of fun. And what if Norwich gives them a go? How fun would that be to watch? And then we've oh. got Watford Arsenal at Watford. Arsenal, despite their away troubles would, the last few years, will win that game. I would love to see one of the two giants lose to a shitty team early. It'd be Newcastle it'd be has looked good, and I say that because they beat our ass. But yeah. you never know. Not at Anfield, though. You never no know. Way. No yeah. way. No. Villa West Ham. Let's talk about Liverpool for a second for Helder's sake because Firmino, Firmino, Mane, Firmino, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mane and freaking Salah are yeah. that t- that threesome up at the top is so scary and so good. Yeah. They're dynamite. They're dynamite. I l- I like Liverpool. I like the way they play. Um I, I love Firmino. Firmino is the engine Another neck tattoo. Look, look at me talking about attacking center mids again. <laughs> that's maybe that's it. You guys pegged me. Yeah. Because I'm always like this player. He's not. He's a center attacking mid. He's not really a mid though. He's. He's a. I mean, he's. Is he a winger? He's a winger. Yeah, he's kind of a oh, winger. Really? Huh. Yeah. They play. Um, they play kind where, of. Guess where he plays style, his international though. ball. I think that they tuck into. To the center with like couple more players that's part of the Klopp system he's an attacking so, midfielder I think technically um attacking or midfielder. a forward or a winger is is what what well, he plays either way, kind of the, way that, 
like his creativity up in that area of the field is just crucial to that team's engine. I know? don't mind him. He's a Brazilian. By He's the got way. a neck tattoo. Shout out, that's, Art. That's what I just <laughs> was oh, mentioning. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Am I just talking through people tonight? No, you're good, man. I'm saying the cup, a minute a minute ago I said uh, neck tattoo. Rob, Roberto Firmino. Yeah, he's good, man. He's a very good player. They, yeah, Liverpool's attack is outstanding. Um, I don't expect them to slow down at all, especially against Newcastle. I worry for Liverpool fans' sake sometimes, though, because I don't think they have much depth. I really don't. If you think about it. Show me them losing, though. That's the thing. True. Like, you know what I mean? It's one thing to say, well, Spurs, we got a lot of depth now, but, hey, we yeah, stumbled. Maybe. We stubbed our foot. So. Maybe they do. I don't know. Jury's still out. And Jury's still summer out. Summer decisions for sure. Uh, one that's kind of interesting is Sheffield United at home against Southampton. And I know it's not sexy, but I may have that on my iPad. Well, no, you won't because that's the – oh, you'll have it on the side because Tottenham the side. plays at 10. Yeah. No, I'm lying. I'll have Wolves-Chelsea on the other one. I can't watch two games at once. I hate those pictures on the internet of people watching, like, ten games. I'm like, yeah, I can dig it. you can't pay attention to any of those, you fuck. Like, turn on one game. I'll be watching Spurs, then I'll have Wolves-Chelsea just for fun. Might as if well. If you see a goal on the, yeah, like, in the peripheral, that's the Well, then I'll go back and watch the replay. And people are basically. like, yeah, I watched everything. It's like, no, yeah. Uh, Bournemouth, Everton. I don't care. I'll go with Bournemouth, actually. Um, this is Sunday United City. Yeah, United, not City, Leicester. Um, I, I will go United to at least get a, a draw and probably a win. <laughs> Liverpool with a win. Sheffield United. I'm going to go with a win over Southampton. Burnley and Brighton. Two hopefuls. Oh, it's a garbage matchup. It's a garbage matchup, but <laughs> Amex, like, I'm going It's so unattractive. It is. When I look at that on the list of games, I'm like, man. It's not that exciting. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. Yeah. Yeah. Not too many sexy matchups this week, but uh, it's the prem. It's back. It's going to be good. We talked about like, like four sexy matchups. I think United Leicester is and, the and sexiest matchup. And Watford Arsenal... 11.30 on Sunday has taken a new meaning because Watford, last in the league right now, just fired their manager. First first guy to go. Troy Troy Deeney about to go off on them gunners. <laughs> Troy Deeney was probably like, I want this manager out. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Deeney would say some shit like that. Troy Deeney's the boss of that team. Everybody knows I that. would love to meet Troy Deeney. I'd love to have a drink with Troy Deeney. <laughs> I would love that. What's up, Logan? Lifelong Logan, goal. I think she's been on every podcast since she's been born. She has. She's a recurring feature. Pretty close. <laughs> Did you listen to Abby on last podcast? She made kind of a, kind of a splash, I'd say. <laughs> Soccer. Uh, she, uh, she she made her she made her presence appear. Uh, you know, presence known. I can't. I can't. So. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so funny. It's so good. I can't. It's so good. Um, so uh, that I think Rowan though she probably got a lot of Man United terms. Did I say point, that wrong? Is that, the, is that the taboo term, Man United? No, you're good. No, it's what's fine. the taboo one? Man U, and it's not Man even that U. bad. No, no one really cares. Not in America anyway. I heard Jimmy say it to me one time, and I took it to heart. You did. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? <laughs> baby? Baby, baby, are you ready for some rants? Because we're about a, that at that time. That's a that's a brand it's new rant baby. time. I'll I'll talk to the baby first. I'm gonna give the baby a life life lesson. And to the Wait, listeners, let me put a let me put a, let me put a headphone in your ear. <laughs> All right. No, he really he really Mike did. Un- Uncle Mike's bringing you words of wisdom. <laughs> oh no, Logan, I'm trying to do. She's listening. I'm trying to do your generation a favor. I want everyone to take a plastic pledge. Uh, plastic in the ocean is a terrible thing. It's it's bad. Microplastics absorbing into our water, which is affecting our drinking water, and just insane amounts of plastic products, which are produced from oil, of course. Uh, too much single-use plastic. Stop. Try to stop. Take a pledge. It could be small. Whether it's stopping by uh, 
plastic water bottles, which I did on my birthday. I haven't bought one since May 10. Yeah, baby. It's easy to do, too. It's easier than you think to, like, just be like, I'm going to stop buying plastic water bottles. You can get by. And you just got to bring a reusable water bottle with you places, and then you're all set. <laughs> Yeah, go. she she only she only drinks uh, breast milk, Mike. So I don't know how much water she's going to worry about right this moment. But. I mean, but that's why it's it's affecting the future generation. <laughs> My, microplastics no. are are a huge problem. So, especially, I mean, it's into hear, everything. It's into everything. Do you hear that? That's, into everything. That's ev- that's evidence that somebody somebody from our generation cared. So when you're yelling at me when you're in your teenagers, that that's right. Nobody from our generation cared about you. You can listen, listen to Uncle Mike care about you. Yep. Yes. So. Listen to Daddy's old pop ca- podcast. <laughs> yes, you won't. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, shit. My dad gets drunk in the basement on the internet with his friends. <laughs> 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 That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, good. Jim, what do you got? You want to you wanna rant with the baby? Uh, no rant with the baby. I think that, uh, um, you know, I think for for me as a, as a second time dad, I, w- I would say that you know, this has been a, a wonderful and challenging experience. And to any other people who are out there listening, um, going through the same thing, like I feel you, and I know it's hard, but it's also rewarding. Like I'm, my kid is wide awake at ten o'clock at night, and that's okay. He likes the light. She, doesn't she likes the mind. light right now. Yeah, she, she does. does. Like, she does. She, look at that. Well, actually, she's looking. You guys can't see, but she's looking directly at the Dutch national team soccer flag. So Even um, one week, because I saw her on amazing. the podcast one week. Look at the yeah. development already. Yeah, oh, it's old. Yeah, it's wild, like, seeing how quickly she develops. But, yeah, anyone who's out there going through it, like, um, I feel you. It's tough, and it can be sad, but don't despair. Like, there are better times ahead, and... There's a... There's a Washington. There's more good. There's more good than bad. There's a Washington Post article that came out today. It was the front page of one of the sections that was about uh, daddy depression, which was interesting because I experienced it as well. It was, uh, I don't know, you're just tired and it's a whole thing. It's hard. It's a different. It's it's a different challenge. I think that, I think even more so, and it's nothing against like my parents or the generation, but like. My dad was a good dad, but he still did, like, 10% of the stuff that I'm doing. Like, yeah. I don't think my dad changed more than four diapers yeah, in his life. Yeah, my dad either. Um, so it's just different expectations. I think that, works. You know, yeah. He, yeah, and you get used to it, and, and, and you find you find your path, and, and they don't stay this little forever. And so as much as you might be like, man, I can't wait till they grow up, and as soon as they grow up, you're like, man, what happened to that little kid? So. <laughs> Bless you. You got sneezers? <laughs> you got sneezers? Oh. Wow. Yeah, I'm she telling looks, you. She I, looks alert, man. I get inspiration to go, she, you know, impregnate someone just watching you guys. <laughs> Brad, you can always... You'll have fun. As our third advocate of the night, we've uh, gone through plastic, we've gone through new daddies. You I got nothing sperm that's bank. special. You should be a sperm bank donor. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. You're I don't smart. Know if, I don't know if we need Tall, more tendrils running around. <laughs> That's all debatable. It's more fun. It's it's more fun raising them than just donating to them. Exactly, exactly, bro. That's why I'm gonna go out this weekend. You can do that too. We'll see what happens. Oh, <laughs> so stinking cute. Yeah, I don't have I don't have anything uh, nearly that important. I've tried to stop. There's plastic bags at the grocery store. I don't even know if that helps, Michael, but I'm just getting paper When I went to Michigan, now. I was appalled at the way your grocery stores use plastic. Oh, it's a de- it's the default. double bag. Plastic is the default. They don't use plastic in the bag. grocery stores here in Maryland anymore. Yeah, well, we love that shit. And uh, so I've stopped doing that. Paper or plastic, I just say paper. I'm like, well, I think about Michael, and I'm like, all right, well, I can do that. It's no problem. I don't even know if that helps. Though. They implemented a five-cent tax on all... <laughs> plastic bags in Maryland and it immediately stopped it. <laughs> yeah, we don't like that level of regu- regulation here uh, on the Rust Good Belt. You. So you can fuck off with your government. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I feel so it, I don't even know I if that's it. why, but... Um, no, no I I, I, I'm annoyed with the Pochettino with with, uh, with the hype and the, the hoo-ha and Jimmy sent over that ESPN article and 
<laughs> I read it the first time and I didn't say anything. And then I read it three days later and I was still just Dang. as angry as when I read it. And I cooled down and I came back and I'm like, You this said dude, something in the text. Yeah, this this guy, this yeah. guy, basic. He knows nothing. He knows nothing about the club. Like I just, I don't know. Again, you know, I'm obsessed with Pochettino, so you have to take that with a grain of salt. But um, <laughs> this is nothing new. None of these statements are anything new. Like going back four years, nothing new at all. And it's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, show that again. Yeah, it's so it's so frustrating to me. These hot takes and bullshit and. Like, if you would just actually read an entire transcript from Mauricio and and understand him a little bit, he's very honest and forthcoming with his emotions and how you he's feeling in I the moment. You know why I think that is? And I, I don't get it. You know why that is? It's because English is his second language. Exactly. And yes. That's, that's the way the conversation important. goes. Like, you can tell that he doesn't understand it at points. At points. Like he's at very points. good English, but yes. he can't. He's very blunt. He's getting better, um, but he he's also honest. He's an emotional guy. He's described himself as an emotional guy. He's he's he he has a romantic notion of football, very much so, and with the club and and so I just think you have to keep that in mind. And this is nothing new. And I'm just I get irritated with the same shit every year because it's the same. Shit. It's been the same shit the last four years, whether it's Real Madrid or United or or now randomly leaving because. He's disgruntled. Like, I don't know. Just drives me a little bit nuts, but it's part of the fun as well. So There's no way he's disgruntled, you know? Like, he, he realizes his situation is fine at this point. Like, I could uh, still see him leaving, though. I could see him yeah, going to Madrid. I could, he will. And I wouldn't be surprised. I think he will eventually, no, no matter what. Um, yeah. A and club like fine. that. fine. Like, what he did for Tottenham in the yeah. scheme of the project is undeniably... Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I've been I've been I think he's going to Barcelona next. That would be cool. No, he Good will not, him. Jim. He won't do that. Yep. Why not? Jim, he won't do yeah. that. Why wouldn't he? Because it, because, he, yeah. es, es, oh, because, because he Because he managed Espanol. Espanol, man. There's no way. That is the oh, anti Pochettino club. You know that, Jim. Real, Same man. city. I I, I do know that. But he loves Spanish. He loves Spanish league. I think South Americans love La Liga well. the most. Is, yes. Pochettino keeps up with I and think La Liga more than any and other league. And he's Argent he's Argentinian. Yep. Yeah. Leo Messi's Argentinian. Absolutely. I think that That's true. That's I, why I, he I'm go not, to Barca. Not, 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 play not, with I don't Messi. I don't think it's a knock against his character if he went there. Like, I don't think that would anyone Argentina would question tie. his integrity. He's the opposite of a horror so far. <laughs> he he could have gone multiple times Absolutely. to better clubs. But before bigger clubs, Tottenham, I and mean, he didn't. Southampton, but, like I don't know. Tottenham's yep. his he owes a lot to Tottenham. Tottenham owes a lot to Mauricio. I Christina. would love it if he went to Barcelona, and I would wish him the best, and I would cheer for Barcelona 100%. I would love that for him. I think that would be awesome because he could win a, He could win some silverware. be cool. Anyway. All right. I'm going to stop recording. Yep. Just a shout-out to the homies that just listen to us talk.